Hey chat, what's going on? It is Brian, and guess what? You are listening to a brand new episode this week. You've caught us in the middle of our Boys to Men episode where we are exploring our early lives as kids, and on this episode, we're focused on junior high days. You're going to hear about John's high-class private school life, how I schmoozed my way into all the special electives, and how Scott lived on a shock tart-only lunch. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we worked together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me tonight are a couple of my former co-workers. Say what up, John Mosesman. What's up? And a man whose tum-tum is hurting from some ice cream, Brian Ketron. <laughs> yeah, so I had some ice cream, <laughs> and it just, it wasn't setting well. It was one of those ones where you, you eat your ice cream a little too fast, and... Uh, <laughs> Then for like the next 20 minutes, I had to not move because I felt like if I moved, I was going to yak right on my keyboard. <laughs> I need to send you some of my enzymes. It's just oh. like instant regret. Uh, reprieval? Upheaval? What fixes you, it. I don't know what I'm saying. What do you, uh, it fixes or makes it worse than it upheaval? Fixes it. It's, <laughs> like you eat too much and then you put those enzymes in there. In your stomach, there being your stomach, and then it just dissipates all that stuff away. When you well, say in, send enzymes, are you say, meaning you have enzymes like a supplement? Or are you meaning yeah, your literal like body? A, okay, wow. I have like a vitamin. Didn't even you could do that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was I was concerned. I was concerned pre-show, but we're we're together, and uh, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we are. Dipping our toes into a new season here. This is a season focused on, well, the t- the overarching title is Boys to Men, kind of the, our stories of growing up. And on the last episode, we talked about those early adolescent days, kind of elementary school. And today, we're hoping to keep it tight, keep it focused, but you know how we do. But we're talking middle school slash junior high slash whatever you're, they called it whenever you were in school. And before we jump in, be sure, if you're not already, to follow us on Twitter, because that's where some average content is posted once every three to four weeks, <laughs> as well as you can email us at fans at we used to work together dot com. If you have any questions for the show, you might just hear them read on here. Boys, hit that drop. The weird thing is, now I'm exactly where I want to be. I got my dream job. And I'm still just thinking about my old pals. Only now they're the ones I made here. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. All right, I'm going to get us started. So we talked, like I said, last episode, kind of focused on the elementary school days. We're talking middle school. And I don't know about you guys, but it was a pretty big jump for me going from elementary to middle school. Um, like I just wasn't really like prepared. No one had a conversation with me of what to expect. Like an expectations conversation wasn't a thing that existed. So like literally day one, I was so confused when we just were like eating lunch and I was like, when's recess? <laughs> and, and, and everyone's like, 
you dumb seventh grader, we don't have recess anymore. And I was like, oh no, I should have never come here. What? This is, <laughs> this is horrible news. That's the only thing getting me through every day was like me and the boys like playing soccer, running around, freeze tag. Like, what are we going to do now? You want me just to sit and have lunch for an hour? So uh, for us also, the and I think this is what you're also inferring, but when we were in elementary, one class, one teacher one room all yeah. day maybe you go yeah. to art or music or pe but yeah you're in the same place and then they're like hey you want to have some lockers <clears throat> you want to have six different teachers you want to have way harder homework you lockers also make with a combo they didn't just like here's a locker i don't know what you guys it was like locker with yeah. oh have you never used a combo lock well dive in buddy yeah, yeah so for my oldest so she's going into uh junior high or whatever they call it middle school that's now. wild but she, uh, they like, so she was just in fifth grade, and in sixth grade is when they start all that. So in fifth grade, they started doing like teacher rotations, and they started having lockers. But she only had like three different teachers. She was with one most of the day. So now they're, at least in my school district, they're easing them in a little bit. But boy, that's that smart. was not the <laughs> case for me. That's smart. Yeah. It was a pretty big shock for me because we went... Oh, this is a terrible decision. We were in a private school, a small private school from grade. Big flex. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, it, was, it almost like basically stunted my entire academic career. So it's like, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> it was not, it was not like, oh, a private school. Very nice. It was like this old teacher from a school that we went to in like kindergarten through first decided to start their own school, like 25 kids total. I mean, there's two, there's one other person in my class. I'm having classes with grades three below me. Um, <laughs> that is the wild west. The like history that. teacher is the owner's husband. And like, it's just cause he wanted to talk about war stories and stuff. And so, and it was, I mean, I was in sixth, I, I was there, I think fourth, no, I was there sixth and seventh grade year. And then I went to junior high and eighth, but in sixth and seventh grade, I was still doing fractions in math with third and fourth graders. And so it almost screwed me over. And my dad basically worked with me every night to like get me caught up in Dang. math. Cause I, I was going to go into pre-algebra having like done third grade fractions and like nothing else. Uh, so that was really bad. So, but I'm in this two or three building or two or three room school with 20 oh, kids. And then I go shock. into junior high. Culture shock. Yeah. I go into junior high, which I mean, uh, Lawton's a smallish town, but there's 300 kids in the school and there's, you know, the same thing, the hallways and the lockers. And yeah, it was, it was quite, a, it was a relief. It was like, I felt like, I enjoyed the structure because I didn't have structure. And the other thing was like, today for math class, we're going to talk about stars and how we count. It's just like every day, <laughs> you had no idea what was coming out. <laughs> so, yeah, I enjoyed the structure. Um, I, for some reason, thought, I guess like logistically, my classes were laid out poorly with the locker. So I had these big old binders that like held all the books and stuff. Yes. Super nerd. <laughs> yes. And so I would have to like, oh, after lunch, better hurry over and because I'm not confident with it. I'm not confident with the combination lock now, but especially not as a kid. Yeah. And so I remember just hauling like 
30 pounds of books between every class and being a real cool kid. This is so, when I started being a cool kid. I just want to put that as the like, <laughs> this is when it took the off starting stamp on the timeline. Yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned something that shot back a memory into my mind. Did you guys the heaviest recall, backpack? <laughs> well, that was one. But do you were you guys required to have book covers for all your books? Mm-mm. I don't think so. So all of our books we had to have book covers and we would go and that was like one of my favorite things to do every year was go and pick out book covers. And they so they had these like elastic flimsy book covers with millions of different designs and stuff on them but you could also make your own book cover using a paper sack from like a grocery store and you would turn it inside out and you color on it do i am okay so that i said no but all of a sudden i do remember that and it was a thing where you did like customize it oh yeah and uh if you're listening right now i know that there are some of our chat that has has done some of the custom designs in the past, but dude, it, it was custom uh, designs if you got them. Hit them with those fourth dimension designs if you got them. <laughs> oh, no. So this was the in, deep this cut. was intentional. This was not like the school required book covers. This is what you did for like for fun. Well, we were required by the school to have book covers, and so, so th- is this just to protect the books year to year, or like what? Yeah, yeah. So the the thought was that it would protect them year to year, and I even remember it being like part of a grade or something, you know, like you would get, you, you would have zero out of 10 until you had a book cover on and then you would get 10 out of 10 or something like that. But yeah, it (laughs) was, I'm surprised it was quite a deal for us. Yeah. I, uh, so a little bit more on, you know, just like the adjustment was, I mean, I just, I'm like, it's like burned in a little bit of being shocked on like literally the first day of lunch. Do you guys, I don't know about you, but Elementary school, lunch was never a decision I made, right? It's like I come in, I get in line, I like get my tray of whatever the thing is for that day, and that's it, right? Junior high, number one, I was like, when's recess? I'm like, we don't have recess, you just eat lunch. And I was like, cool, what's for lunch? Like, whatever you want to do. And I was like, my parents had given me like, here's 20 bucks for the week or something, which I was like, whoa, they're wild. Like, I've (laughs) never had this much money to use. Um, And... It was that. It was like, and so, like, I legitimately, guys, the first day for lunch, I ate shock tarts and Doritos <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, so you're telling me I can go to the vending machine over here, buy whatever I want, and that's my lunch? Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is so crazy. Like, it just, I could not compute what was happening. Well, I remember that also being the first time you really had choices, too. So, like, yeah. in your class schedule. Because oh, for electives. Yeah, for us. So, in sixth grade, it was like there was really only three electives you could pick. You either did music, art, uh, or gym. Uh, and you had to pick one of those. And then in, like, seventh grade, you got more. In eighth grade, you got even more. But I think I already know the answer to this. But what was the the tree route you guys took? Okay. What do you mean? Ooh, what? I like that you said tree route because that was exactly what I was thinking. What? I was thinking, so was, I was recalling that time period and there's something about picking your courses and then planning them like semester, semester, year over year. It it gives me a very like, I think Brian's going to know what this is, but Scott, man, do you, do you know what talent trees are in video games? Right. Oh, that's 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. what I was referencing. Okay. So, okay. That's okay. The, I, I'm now tracking. For the people that are not video like a game skill people, tree, a skill tree basically is where you start at the top and you have three choices, and then as you 
pick and you go down the tree, you unlock better things. So for example, if you did one for like working out, you could spend all of your points, all of your working out time into running. And then maybe you're like, run a mile is your first level. And then it's like, run five miles. And then it's like, run a 10 minute mile. And then run a six, like the deeper you get in the tree, the more specialized you are, the more, like it takes more points to get down there. So you're giving up other things. Uh, you're getting more. 10 point power <laughs> got him, got him. <laughs> you're, getting, <laughs> you're getting more specialized. And most of life is a talent tree, but I will save that uh, pitch for another time. But well, so I was it, feeling this incredible, like, I don't know, this incredible, like, warmth or something i was like why did i remember picking my classes and it's be i think it's because it i associated it with like a talent tree pick like i know i want to do pre-med so that means i have to do biology and chemistry this time that means so i can get biology biology two next time so i can do this the next time and it was just like picking the classes high school and junior high was like so much i don't know it was so fun for me well and i don't remember specifically what it was but the other thing that was or I don't remember specifically what the end of the like uh, road or whatever was, but it was interesting that like, if you say you decided to do art in sixth grade uh, and you didn't do band, but then in seventh grade, you decided to do band. Well, then you would be back with all the sixth graders and like the first one. And so like you sort of felt locked into what you wanted. And so I wanted to do, uh, the art because in eighth grade, which was like the last year of the art or the art AP or whatever they called it, I guess they wouldn't have called it AP, but in the last year of the art, you got your own studio and you got your own the space, art. but you had to decide that in sixth grade. Golly, because, the commitment. Because well, I like you, this next year. <laughs> if you started in seventh grade, you never made it to the like advanced class. So they made you, they made you get after it. That An was answer to your long go ahead. long way to get around to the answer to your question, Brian, which is I, I started band, dude, which was so good me too. and bad, and that'll be most of my high school content as well. <laughs> Here's what I'll share. My life. Yeah, go I was just gonna say that I was gonna share that, that it was boy was it a commitment because if I remember right, if you had like X number of electives, it was like seventy five percent of your electives. Like I did, it was like because we had like spring or like fall and spring band so it was like your electives for the whole year were used up it's like you get to pick one other thing it's like i guess uh art now would (laughs) this surprise you if i started with band went nah that ain't for me (laughs) signed up for gym then went yeah but i want to do art went to art and then schmoozed my way into the advanced art class in eighth grade wow (laughs) wow that's a skill tree all you Did anybody do is... take take shop class? Oh, that wasn't until high school was... for us. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm, you just get me fired up right here, Scott. I'm sorry, Mr. You busted me for private school, Mr. B.A. Rich Kid High School in Oklahoma. <laughs> is that both of you two? Brian, we uh, had it all. We had it all. Guys, I was in Lawton, Oklahoma. <laughs> Our computer class was introduction to Word. That was the entire... Like, we're going to teach you how to type using the home row. So no, we didn't have shop class. No, we didn't have programming. We didn't have cooking. We didn't have anything. Well, we, we oh, sort of home act. No I still home got my, act. Still got my pillow I made in that class. We, we, yeah, we kind of run the gamut on like size of school. So I graduated. So just my uh, 
graduating class was a, was 1100 kids. <gasps> and my high school was broken up into what they called intermediate high and high school. So like intermediate was 9th and 10th grade and then high school was 11th and 12th grade. So you're broken arrow too? It was V I was broken arrow only. I think Scott was a different school that I won't mention, you know, for anonymity. Yeah, I went to a different school. Uh, Carl Albert in Midwest City. Mm. Got him. Oh, God, you're making me mad again. (laughs) Shout out. Come on, John. We're not even to high school yet. (laughs) We're still in junior. Okay, so I did band because my my family's whole thing is music. Like, from the, like, from first grade, like, every kid in our family, it's kind of like how every Jewish kid has, like, a bar mitzvah, which I didn't have because my dad's side of the family is Jewish, but we were not. So never had that. So makes me kind of sad. But um, every kid in our family, upon turning first grade, gets a trumpet placed in their hands. Oh, like the that's setting them on a rough course because that's me. I'm a trumpet boy, and it's not an so easy life. <laughs> our family, our family is. Uh, we got pretty good at musical instruments. That's like what we did. Took private lessons, practiced, went to competitions. Go to band. Go to band in Lawton, where I'll save that for the high school. Basically, they're terrible. Like the people, they don't, they're in band because it's a free class. Like it's a uh-huh. free elective where you just goof off with your friends. And so to hear you coming from Carl Albert, which is the school that we wished our band wished we were and slaved away outside in the heat and in the freezing cold in Oklahoma, trying to be Carl Albert, but we can never be. That burns me a little bit. You mean like broken arrows back to back national championship band to that one? Back to back state champs. I don't know about no national, but state we're about to fact check can i get a fact check (laughs) hey i have a somewhat band related it'll actually tie this whole thought together this transition together are you guys ready for a story i'm ready so another part of it for me was i went from i mentioned the last episode that you know i was kind of responsible for getting myself to and from school in the morning so i walked to and from school we moved and before seventh grade and so now i lived like we lived way far from school and so i had to take the bus so whenever uh like after school like was always super stressful because our buses had like two waves it was like wave one leaves x minutes after school and they go to the high school and then the high school buses come as part of wave two and those those routes leave whatever so i would have to go like my class was way across school and my teacher always kept us until the last second or beyond. And I had to run all the way to the band room, get my trumpet, run out to the buses, try and get on the bus. And I was always like, make the, you know what I mean? Like feeling like I was just barely making it. Well, eventually it happened. I missed the bus. And there was a friend of mine that uh, was in band and also missed the bus. Same, like same bus. We both missed it. And... I was like, what do we, I literally didn't know what to do. I was like, what do we do? And he's like, I know what we're going to do. We're going to walk home, which <laughs> I'm, I am not directionally savvy. So I was like, my brain couldn't even like fathom doing it. And so I was like, whoa, that sounds pretty wild. You sure we can do it? And he's like, oh yeah, for sure. Which I, let's see, we probably lived like five or six miles from school. <gasps> and That's we so did, far. we did walk it guys. And it did it take us. Walk hours hours and we had like i mentioned first of all big heavy backpacks because in middle school it was like for some reason every book had to be brought home every night i don't know what's going on 
plus trumpet on my shoulder for five or six miles. I remember, though, I have this memory of us going to a gas station and, like, pooling together some of our, like, lunch money and uh, buying a, like, two liter of Sprite and sharing that, (laughs) like, and just feeling like, wow, this is pretty cool. What did your parents, because you probably got home and your parents were there, right? Yeah, that's the thing like, is, were you dead? <laughs> they, they were like, wait. So I, what was really funny about it, kind of even I kind of forgot about this part. But after school, I always went to my friend Corey's house, and like after school, I went to his house, and then my mom would pick me up there, and then would bring me back home. And so, uh, and he lived like not near where I live, like the opposite direction. And so, I like my mom was like there waiting, like huh <laughs> i'm like hey i'm walking up just like loving life just sweating got a big two liter in my hand like mom this is so middle school is so fun responsibility is great <laughs> scott is what i hope my kids don't become he's not really like getting into trouble uh-huh. per se he's just making some interesting decisions yeah i was definitely <laughs> definitely uh irresponsible for sure and not weighing pros and cons like john being like Ooh, if I want to be pre-med in seventh grade, I got to take biology, so I get biology too. And I was like, I can buy shock tarts for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so this Did this you... transition... Uh, ahead, oh, bro. sorry. Oh, I was going to transition. So this, it kind of is connected to one of my, my other thoughts. So do you guys... Now, this is taking us a little bit out of the school vein a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. That's fine, that's fine. Growing up, whether via sports or... Just, I cannot imagine Scott made it through middle school without, like, some stitches or a broken bone or some borderline serious injury. You know what? I don't know that I got anything in junior high, but I did get an actual swirly in seventh grade. You got a swirly? (laughs) I got legit a swirly. That's like... The head in the toilet and they flush it thing? Yeah. And it was uh, like bully style? Like it like, wasn't. That's yeah. That's really, really gross now what, that I think about it. As a kid, I was like. What other <laughs> style is there, Brian? What was well, your friend I, style? You're, you're goofing around and your friend's uh, messing with you. No, well, I went is, to. Was it hazing or was it like. Hazing. Bullied? Yeah. It was like in the first like week I had to go to the gym to get something. I can't remember what it was. I had to go like into the gym locker room to get something. And there were (laughs) bigger kids in there that were like, Hey little shrimp. And I was like, Oh no. And they're like, you a seventh grader, give him a swirly. And I actually got swirled and then came to the cafeteria and my friends like, what the, (laughs) that's got swirled. That's funny and kind of sad and really gross. (laughs) Gross. A junior high toilet and your head was in it. That's that's, that's what my hair looks like this now. So, so I was at this point. What is so what? How old are you at eighth grade? Thirteen, like fourteen, five in kindergarten. So you're yeah, like thirteen or something. So it. So I've always been slightly taller than everyone. Like you were not slightly taller than me. You were. Well, okay, so here I'm getting to it. It the because I can remember in first grade everyone lining up to use the tallest and I was like an inch taller than maybe than the next person. Um, <clears throat> what up, Tristan Stratman? And no, you're not listening to this. I'm still taller than you, <laughs> but so I was always a little bit taller. But then starting when I was 12 years old, it just like it hit. 
And at 12 years old, I was six feet tall. And at 14, I was six four. That's and the opposite of me. That's why I got swirled, just bro. Kept, like, <laughs> so I just I remember towering over these middle school kids. Just like you could see me across. There were two long hallways that would connect on both sides, like a big like H. I mean, just like people would just be like waving at me, trying to trying to get me to wave back from all the way down. <laughs> and I remember there were speaking of like bullies there's this kid that was like really jealous that he was like not he was tall he's a tall kid but he was he would always like punch me and like try and like knock my books and like kick like harder and like more often than you you would want but like you're like oh whatever (laughs) he's he's playing around i think that's the only like semi-bullying type thing that happened to me i dude i remember my little brother was getting picked on so he was only a year younger than me and this i would have been in seventh or eighth grade because he was in middle school and the person above him kept like dropping their books on him intentionally and i am especially back in the day i was so mild-mannered but for some reason even now it's like getting me a little saucy inside (laughs) because it's your brother (laughs) but and my brother and i oh we fought all the time but it was like that thing where like only, only I, you, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember having a little bit of a a yelling match in the hallway with with somebody for picking on my brother, but legitimately, it worked. Um, did you guys get into any shenanigans, any uh, hijinks, as John would call it? Oh yeah, I was did- always up to something. I was I, like a really, really good kid. And I like, and it wasn't because I wanted to be a good kid. They were just like, here's what you should do. And I was like, okay. And it was like, sure, I'll do my homework and I'll study and I'll not try and do crazy stuff at the house. I think the only thing, so this is, this is going to be relevant, but have you, have you guys ever run a scenario with like your wives or someone that it's like, if I was ever replaced by an exact alien replica that had like all of my memories talk the same way, walk the same way. How would you know it was me? Mm. Have you ever asked mm. them that? <laughs> I was going to say, I thought Scott was agreeing and I was like, man, that's like a real specific. <laughs> I was thinking, combo. yeah, it was very specific was one part, but the other part was like, I feel like I have a, like a thing of like, what's a question you could ask that only, only yeah. I would actually know or something. Right. Like what's, what's the tell that you know you're talking to? There's something that I specifically know. And this thing, there's a thing that my brother and I would do and we <laughs> we called it, it we would try and spy on our parents so like we would go to bed and then we would try and sneak out of our bedroom and they're like uh-huh. watching tv or something and so we'd like sneak down the hallway or we'd like crawl under the table and try and like we're trying to spy on them which i'm pretty sure it was incredibly obvious and they knew the entire time but we had this like special we had a special word or phrase or signal i can't i'm not gonna reveal it because this is like my brother is the only person in in the entire world that knows this thing and so we had this special way of like signifying do you want to go spy on the parents no i love it yeah (laughs) and i think that's like that is the most uh that is the wildest i think i got in that time period do you we, get fully we busted? Yeah, yeah, I'll say Brian's about to drop in. <laughs> well, so one time we were, <laughs> we, I was sneaking like through the hall 
like real real sneaky like crouched down and my brother's like tapping me like on the back and he's like tapping me i'm just like quiet they're gonna hear us and he like keeps tapping me and i'm like they're gonna and i turn around and my dad's just like standing behind both of us <laughs> oh <laughs> and then we weren't allowed to do it after that we, we tried to get up like five times that night when they're just like go to bed so, so we, that's when it stopped i wasn't i i didn't do like bad things i guess like i didn't like steal stuff or like sneak out necessarily i just did really dumb stuff and one of like our like family stories is me and my little brother one time i can't i don't think i've shared this on the pod before but we were uh we found a lighter hey have you ever found a lighter and been a boy (laughs) did you know that the next Did you know the next like five hours is going to be filled with things you can catch on fire? Well, here's what my little brother and I decided to do. We hid in his closet and we were burning like doll hair and we were burning paper in, we, in a in a closet <laughs> like it, yes. trying to be trying to get lit alive. Oh yes, oh yes. This story is real good, by the way. So oh, gosh. then we're you know we're burning holes in shirts. We're like just burning everything. <laughs> well. We're done. We're just burning everything. It's a that's a solid quote. Oh yeah, just burning everything. I'm sure that'll be a drop soon. Uh Uh, So we we head downstairs. Everything's gravy. Everything's good. I still remember specifically how we got caught because my dad said, "Hey, can someone go turn down the AC?" And the thermostat for some reason was like upstairs, not downstairs. And we were like, yeah, sure, we got you. And I went up there, and I couldn't figure out how to turn it down. So my dad had to go upstairs. And when he went upstairs, he could smell it. And he looks he looks at me. He looks at my little brother. He walks around. He walks into the closet. He sees all this burnt crap everywhere. He, he looks. He looks. Oh, also, we had carpet in our closet. Our carpet's like burned. So he looks at us and he walks off. He walks off. You're dead. You're so and, dead. So don't worry, this <laughs> you story no is still. Reaction, you are done. This story is still he's building. Sh- he's shutting down to keep from getting arrested. So little, <laughs> little like sixth and seventh grade minds were like, we did it. We got <laughs> did away. Dad got it. Dad understands. Like we we're just playing with fire. No big deal. Right. We come downstairs, or or we're hanging out, and my dad calls us downstairs, and he he goes, boys, come outside. And we were like, uh-oh, maybe we didn't escape. My dad has built a cardboard house and put it in the yard. And we walk out, and he literally just looks at us and goes, this could have been you guys. And he lights a match, and he throws it down, and this thing goes, and catches on. What we didn't know is he had poured gas on it. Oh, my gosh. And then we get the business, and my dad lets us have it. We're like crying our eyes out my dad is a police officer so he makes us like go to like the fire chief in the city we work in and go through a day training (laughs) on fire safety and all this stuff but it was one of the like best teaching lessons and one of the like it's like one of our family stories that will continue to be passed down play with fire again of course i played with fire again (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) okay so well, on both your stories, I legit was like, yeah, as a parent now, I was placing myself as a parent in both stories. And with John's, I was like, I think I think that's kind of cute. Like if my uh, my son and daughter were like, you know, trying to sneak out working as a team and thinking they're being so yeah. sleuthy and we can like hear them Until the entire they do it time. Like 10 times in a night. 
And then, but then exactly that. Then it's like, hey, that's enough. Like, cut it. And then Brian, I would oh my gosh, I would have been so so pissed. Oh yeah. my gosh, he he was opposite of happy. So Scott, now you ask the question. How about you? Do you have okay. any shenanigans? I have one that came to my mind. So I mentioned in the last episode that like I, my brother and I, like you know, there's an age gap. We didn't always get along, and that like one time I do remember like actually giving him a real slug like an actual slug that like knocked the air out of him and made him like kind of cry and then like i've never forgiven myself fully um similar thing i <clears throat> i did a prank on somebody that it's like you might say it is even like bully-ish but there was a kid named josh carasquilla who actually was a friend of mine but I, for some reason, I don't even know I did this, but he got up to go to the front of the class to do something, went to the restroom. I put a ketchup packet in his chair. And so when he came back to his chair, he sat on it and it blew up and he didn't know it. And he went to like, go do something else and everyone died laughing. And he was like so embarrassed. Like, I like, at first that was hilarious until I saw how embarrassed he was. And I've like never not thought it. I think about that like, probably like a few times a year that'll pop into my head of like, dang, I can't believe I did that to Josh. Like, <laughs> what a monster. <laughs> he was a straight A student star of the football team. And that was it. That's it. And then he ended up in a, a two room private school. <laughs> so real quick, did you ever have, did you ever get into a food fight? Because I feel like that's the thing that is portrayed on TV of every high school, middle school. Like <laughs> Never. Someone starts a food fight, and it's that's like quicksand. It's like not a reality of things I face that I thought were going to be a big deal. I had always Never. wished. I had always wished I had gotten in a food fight, and I had always wished I had gotten into like a physical altercation. And I kind of got in like real mild ones, especially in like soccer and stuff, but. They went never. up a notch in middle school. Yeah, but never. Like, elementary, it was like, there was like a few brouhaha's. Middle school, like, kids were becoming men, and they were John was real. like 6'8". John, John was putting people <laughs> through a, the floor. Like, I remember being like, going from like, not that scared of other kids to being like, that kid might like, put my, the front of my face to the back of my face. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be real careful. <laughs> See, I said that too, Brian. I said that exact same thing. I was like, man, I should have gotten in a real fight before I became an adult and could be tried as an adult. <laughs> and now I'm still iffy on that stance. But I kind of want to tell my kids, all right, you can get in one fight. Make it count. Sixth grade, and I will back you up on it. You get one freebie. <laughs> One punch. But once you but once you get the taste of blood like that, it's like Fight Club, right? It's like I once know. you get a little sensation, like I got to fight everybody now. Got to raise these girls tough, though. <laughs> well, fellas, I know our goal is to keep these a little bit tighter. Everybody at home, we're hoping to uh, to record a, a back to back, start getting you guys some more content on a more regular basis. So we're trying it out. Let us know what you think. We're gonna pause here on this episode. And we're going to, who wants to just take us out of here? So like Scott said, this will conclude this episode, but give us some feedback. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about the shorter episodes, but having them weekly. You can do that by following us on Twitter at We Used to Podcast or email us at fans at we used to work together.com. 
You can also jump on over to patreon.com slash work together to support us financially and help us keep making the show a little bit better. And also, wherever you are listening to this show, be sure to drop a five-star review. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.